0: I took a chance I took a a shot. shot So, Emily. <laughs> hey, Janet.
1: We've been yelling a lot to ourselves, but we finally hit record, so we're just going to keep yelling. But hey, guys, welcome to Twin Fire Science. We're going to keep yelling. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know, we're going to yell loud.
0: about... We're loud Sagittarius's, Sagittarii. <laughs> it's
1: Mercury Day. It's Mercury Day. We're out here. Okay. Loud and proud. Pride yeah. Month. We're meant to talk. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, but anyway... <laughs> So
0: what's going on with you, Shed? I mean, I have a little update on life. Yeah, we were –
1: I mean, honestly, I'm chilling. I'm the same. I'm literally at this point just like – I'm work grinding so hard that I've been super – I feel like so busy and I haven't – I've been having these weird – okay. Freelance life is hard because you never have a consistent schedule. And so when there is a weird schedule, it can really fuck with like your rhythm. And I had a, a stream of like days where I was working every other day and so it was like i would work off and then i'd be off and then i'd be like trying to do something but usually the off days i'm like recording a podcast i'm watching the bachelor i'm listening you know i'm doing something and then um and then some of the off days are weekends but i just am like so sporadic right now like my she's just like my cats are running around the apartment <laughs> like, they are literally nuts today so I've, anyway i had to
0: the door from <laughs> Koya Pense. i was like you can't come
1: in here sorry yeah, buddy and he like gave me this look of like hurt at least he has other people to go to my cats that's true when they are locked out of a, a space they will meow miso will me out the door because he does not like to be without humans if they if he can tell that they're in the same like if we're in the house or the party mm-hmm. together, but whatever. So, like I said, I am feeling very all over the place, and I hope that I can relax. I think I think I'm not working. No, I think I might work Friday. That's okay. I hope you don't burn out, dude. I'm I'm really excited because I'm going on that road trip, and so that's okay. kind of why I'm grinding so hard. Is like exactly. I'm trying to get the money, just like get it done, and yeah. then mid July. I am on a trip and I'm gone, so no work, just fun, um, and that'll be way better. So it's okay. Jupiter is still in my tenth. You know what's crazy? Jupiter is literally in my tenth and it's so retrograde now. Everybody, yeah. Jupiter is retrograde, but Mercury is direct, so they traded. Um, <laughs> but Jupiter is retrograde, and it's funny now that I'm kind of as Jupiter retrograded, I'm realizing how close to being like burning myself out I am, both mm-hmm. in a my 10th house of career and also my Pisces moon of just like like emotions I'm just feeling very depleted I'm feeling very lack of spoons and so I've just been like um, there's so yeah, the J- Jupiter retrograde, I'm like, great. I'm going to go on a little trip uh, – on my trip, and then my trip is going to be when Jupiter's back in my night. Nice. <laughs> like, literally, I'm – I and I feel like I want to be nervous about COVID and, the like, all that stuff and how astro- astrologers are – we're all a little nervous with the Jupiter retrograde and COVID restrictions, but I'm feeling like it's okay because I'm mostly staying with friends. I'm driving, and it's mostly just me and Olivia. And so – I, I hope like, it's the resus- the like yeah. rejuvenation you're
0: hoping for because <sighs> I can definitely relate to like and it, it's inevitable like I went on a three-week trip to the Philippines it was incredibly Ooh. yeah and like it was so scary to take three that? weeks off year? um 2019 yeah t-
1: I also I went to Italy in 2019 I love it 2019 yeah. Jupiter and SAG was the best travel international year god I miss it
0: Yeah, I mean, there were other parts of that year that were really rough. (laughs) I mean,
1: well, for sure. But as far as uh, it was, what I was saying is it was a great year to travel internationally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like with Jupiter and Sagittarius. And
0: as it turned out, the last year to travel internationally for a lot of us.
1: I I wish I would have known. I wish I would have known. I I know would have done something
0: else who knows (laughs) but um yeah but when i took the three weeks literally the weeks leading up to me leaving because there was no way i was gonna be able to be like no one could like select me and ask me like the minute i was off u.s soil like i was not going to be i just could not i couldn't even i tried i was in the i was in manila at like a mall or something that had free wi-fi and i randomly was like i should check on work and i tried and the internet wouldn't let me check my work email
1: like like how saturn said
0: absolutely not it said you were not you said you weren't gonna check your email and I i tried um anyway so um it was like the lead up to it was so hard and i guess this is like the saturnian in me was just like You know what? This is good. We earned, that. we truly earned this vacation because we did all the like little tasks and all the hard work needed in order to go off into this vacation without worrying at all. So, you know, that's my positive spin. But, dude, I, (laughs) dude,
1: it's gonna be
0: so fun. Yeah, I'm so hyped for (laughs) you.
1: I'm just gonna be posting pics like crazy. I haven't, I haven't done anything either that like, cause, (laughs) Fun fact, everybody, uh, I might be a chef and astrologer, but I went to school for photojournalism. Uh, my first degree was because, of course, when you have a Saturn, Saturday in the ninth, you're going to be doing a lot of research about all sorts of things. But anyway, I um, was in school for photojournalism, so I am a uh, trained photographer I guess I was at one point professional I guess I could still consider myself it's the hardest thing with the mutability of of I feel the same way about music I don't know am I a photographer still am I a journalist still I don't know but I am trained for those things like so whatever Mm -hmm. but I'm excited because I haven't been like I haven't done anything that will will inspire me to like really document something and this is gonna be so fun to just like Take pictures the whole time and like truly document it top to bottom, and it will I hope revive that part, which actually also makes a lot of sense for Jupiter transiting back into my ninth, like uh, toward my Saturn again, our Saturn. Mm-hmm. But, and I wonder when, <laughs> I wonder when Saturn's going to finally get off thirteen degrees.
0: Um. Well, it's off twelve. Is it off? Is it it's off twelve? Oh my god! It's okay. on twelve.
1: Wow. This is I believe it's me. a twelve,
0: which is nice. Let me see. Yeah, it's like, it's going to be soon. It's going to be soon. It's either, if it hasn't happened, it's soon that it's be on 12. Okay, you're right, you're right.
1: All right. We're at 12. We're at 12. Great. I was not sure when that happened. It was definitely must have been very recently.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was like a week, at least within the past week.
1: Yeah, it was on, it was last Thursday. So almost a week ago. Yes, Jen. I
0: have been very, very conscious of where Saturn is because uh, listeners, I have been kind of going through it. Um, Mm. I'm okay, but my mental health has kind of been struggling. Um, You know, Saturn return is right on my angle. It's on my midheaven. It's opposite my IC, which is also conjunct my Chiron. Um, A lot of themes, a lot of emotions. Uh, I'm getting help for everyone listening. So, you know shout out to having the pri- having the privilege of access to mental health to a therapist uh to yeah like ha- being able to help dig yourself out um but yeah very much been struggling uh, <laughs> and so uh speaking of being super Saturnian a little while back I recently had an incredible reading uh mm-hmm. This is what we were yelling about
1: when we started. We got on the pod. Which is the whole
0: reason why I was like, we should probably start recording because this is exactly the kind of – because Shannon and I haven't really talked about my reading. I got a reading uh, last night from at Adina Rising. Adina is incredible. Uh, For anyone who's like looking for a reading, uh, she recently opened her consultations. Uh, We – so our awesome. reading lesson, yeah, it was incredible. You could really tell the way, like, she's trained in counseling, so it, and she really is a lover of stories. Um, Adina and I, it was a bit of an experiment. Um, we experimented with pre consultation work together where, um, homework. Love, yeah, you know, I mean, know. I'm such a, I mean, Saturn on my night, Saturn in the ninth, as I learned in the reading, all of my planets eventually end up answering to Saturn, Saturn in the ninth on my midheaven. Like I'm a, I am a—I bring big does her homework and the extra assignment energy to like a lot of things in life. And this was no different. So um, and with Adina's blessing, because I kind of was like, hey, is it okay if I send you a Google Doc of like, all the events and context for why I'm coming to you today, where I'm coming from. I even have the timings of significant events um, and recurring themes. I ha- I tend to notice like um, I'm also in the you're, midst. You're also
1: an astrologer who just like, yeah does yeah. that on your own, where you're like, oh my yeah. god, this happened. Pull a chart. So it's like you just had the charts. It's like yeah, so exactly. Convenient.
0: Which is so nice. Like um, I agree. Astro like
1: everyone astrologer can benefit have astrologers you know yeah, like we should everyone all...
0: benefits yeah. from getting no matter your level of knowledge in astrology everyone can benefit from a from a real life it, person to person one-to-one one astrology reading um you know apps are great and we love the apps especially the ways they make them accessible and i love the apps so yeah. much but you know i don't think it, it can't be i only do apps or i only do it personal no. professional readings it's a both and you can do there's space for both of them um and in any case it was such a fun exercise because then i came up with this giant google doc <laughs> that had just those cute, like it was like the floodgates open when adina was like i love this de- level of detail and i was like really because i was holding back and she was like you you can tell me to your heart's content what you think is important to the narrative that you're telling me to get me into the context of what's going on in your life and I went oh my god (laughs) really because guys I mean we're on a podcast so we have a lot to say um but I was so stoked like my little Scorpio Mercury brain was like buzzing with joy I mean
1: Um, anytime anytime anybody gives me it's like also when you're it's both the Scorpio and the Gemini of course because it's like mm-hmm. anytime anybody gives me the opportunity to, to just give them every detail ever I'm like ha, 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 you don't even know what you're going to get and,
0: sure? like, and and the great thing uh, was Adina's also a Scorpio Mercury so I, I think the it. synastry between us like it makes so much sense like something Merc that we had shared was Merc. like yeah was just like I know exactly what your brain's doing and I love it. And I'm following because it's exactly what my brain would want to do. And I was like, Oh, amazing. Um, so kismet. Um, so there was a writing exercise that I ended up like creating in Google Doc, blah blah blah, um, and then the other exercise that literally was like two days before the reading because Mercury retrograde, we were having so much, we were having we had to keep moving the date because of things outside of both of our controls. It was just classic Mercury retrograde. Um, everyone go play my bingo board because <laughs> uh, because it's this
1: was, the most Mercury this was retrograde chaos.
0: Mercury retrograde. Um, Adina two days before was like, hey. And this is something I, I think listeners will also appreciate about Adina. Adina is a friend of ours, Loves also loves Taylor Swift. And Adina reached out and was like, hey, why don't we experiment with this? Can you let me know a list of Taylor Swift songs that you really relate to right now? Like, And I went, oh, my You're God. Like- get me started yeah well the thing was the reason why she brought that up she was like taylor swift is a language and you and i are both fluent in taylor swift as a language for you know expressing emotions for the context of where it is um and and i went is it okay that i have her pers- like And I ended up making another Google Doc to accompany the playlist I ended up making because like many Swifties, like I have personal history attributed to specific Taylor Swift songs. Um, The playlist ended up being like two hours long, I think like 34 ish songs. um, And it was a mix. uh, I so Saturnian as I learned I'm in I very much, <laughs> I'm uh, you know, me and my big old nerd vibes. I made rules for how I did this playlist. So the way I did this playlist was I had to pick anyone. I could only limit myself to artists clearly directly within the Taylor Swift universe. So that meant nice. I could use Bleacher songs. I could use wow. clearly Taylor Swift. I have a Heim song on there. I have, I have a couple Lord songs on there and, This was a stretch, but I couldn't not include a Mitski song. And Mitski was on the Let's Get on Terrible Thrills doing the Let's Get Married cover and also opened for Lord for the melodrama tour. So totally counts. Totally counts. Um, Yeah, there's even Olivia Rodrigo is on there as well. Like um, it was a great thing. I came out of that reading being like, what? Like Adina even explicitly said, like, you are truly a storyteller. And I was so flattered uh, because listeners, like, as you know, I work in data visualization. I'm really into astrology. Like, all of those things really do center around the stories that we tell. And it was, so in, it was so thrilling to have a reading with an astrologer who loves the details of so many stories, like the stories that were shared. Because um, Libra Jupiter in my fifth house, like I have a lot of stories, <laughs> a lot of fun stories, sad stories, a lot of stories, <laughs> um, a lot of things starting and ending because that, that Jupiter answers to my eighth house, Venus. Um yeah. So, um listeners, if you are interested in, particularly in that Taylor Swift exercise, Adina at Adina Rising, Adina is was a great exercise. And it was great cuz like I then we we already had something to talk about. So, if you use Taylor Swift to kind of like explain to your friends what's going on in your life and you're interested in reading, try Adina she's Amazing. great 10 and out of we, 10 like my experience was incredible so professional i learned so much uh we figured out i was a day chart um which means i can now finally stop like running away from looking learning about second lights because i was always confused because shannon and i have a similar issue where our it's really hard to tell because we are essentially like you're yeah, sunrise and our, i'm a sunset well,
1: no i'm a sunset too but I'm a a later sunset than you. Like I am, that's why I'm definitely the true night chart because so with the whole sect of light thing, you're either a day chart or a night chart, y'all. And day chart is literally you're born when the sun is out. Night chart is you're born when their sun is not out. But the sunrise and sunset part is the hardest thing because it's like when the sun is down, there's still some light in the sky, right? But Mm -hmm. when the sun's coming up, it's not out yet. But there's also some light in the sky, like and when the sun, you know what I mean, like twilight and dusk, like all those times, like they, they they exist for a reason. So that being said, people born around sunrise or sunset, you're gonna be a little fuzzy on like, am I sack of lights? Am I a day? Am I a night chart? Am I kind of who's my sect ruler? Like who's my sect? Like all these things. And mm-hmm. so it's nice because yes, Emily, you're born, you're born more in the like, the like five-ish p or like the four four four, five four p. yeah four yeah, o'clock four I'm between
0: four and five
1: Whereas i'm born after six so i'm definitely
0: oh
1: a so I'm i always definitely think you're an
0: a.m for some reason
1: My bad. no but bad, um babe. but that's why we're both uh well i guess like we so i guess it could have been an a.m because yeah it could have been sun rising would have been no because the rising sun would have been the Sagittarius sun. So AM would have been sag rising. Oops. <laughs> there. Okay, guys. We're fine. Oh, for we listeners are who are,
0: <laughs> for listeners who are, may not be as aware, because I'm still very fuzzy on Sec of Light, um, it's like a Hellenistic technique, right?
1: Yeah. Yes, it's old it's- school, y'all. I mean, like, when I say old school, it's not old school as in we don't use it. It's old school as in very traditional. Um, like, it's not something that would be coming up in like, modern astrologers talking about well first of all because where do not modern astrologers put Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto in the sex you know what I mean like those things aren't covered so uh yeah it's very traditional the fact that it only really talks about the first seven planets all through up through Saturn uh but other than that yeah I mean you then work on these things called the lots and you can see how things like release from them and this is where I get
0: so lost. lost, yeah, because I didn't like, know what yeah. lo- the lots, listeners, the lots, the calculations needed to decide what to figure out what were certain lots. Like, you know, the term, like, oh, this is your lot in life. Well, um, there's things like lot yeah. of marriage, yeah, this is your lot, yeah! in <laughs> yeah, that's how I know the lots are. So, but like, right, here's that's my lot in marriage, good. here's my this is my lot in in fortune like this is my lot um i think of that one scene in sex in the city the movie when like um gonna- charlotte just had the baby so harry wonderful harry goldenblatt mm-hmm. like they announced that he tells harry, he's like it's a girl and he's like my lot in life is to be surrounded by beautiful by beautiful women. Women. And that's why that's how I that's immediately what, what I think Venetian, about when I think of lots.
1: What Venetian lots does he have all over? You know, I, I mean?
0: know. Oh, Harry <laughs> Goldenblatt, I love him. But yeah. Uh, so um anyway. So lots are time sensitive. So if you're a day chart, you're gonna use a different calculation for certain for, for your lots than you would a day. A day chart uses different calculations than a night chart does. Which is why Shannon and I had the similar problem of being we couldn't figure out. Um yeah but as like which is why again everyone benefits no matter the level from a professional astrologer reading because here I here Shannon and I we are astrologers and we study and Shit. and we know a lot but there were still things that we were like we need someone else who's not us yep to look at our charts and tell us something new and i can say like coming out of the reading with Adina not only did it was i affirmed in the things that like i knew or was navigating I was challenged in a way of being like, well, let's reframe some things. Let's think about this. Um, But then there were also things like I came out of it being like, I have a whole new way to look at my chart Mm -hmm. because I finally got confirmation on something that I couldn't figure out on my own. It's like getting tutored. It's incredible. Um, But back to Taylor Swift, because (laughs) the reason why I wanted – not only because my reading with – my experience with Adina was incredible – I was also because of the Taylor Swift playlist. I mean,
1: come on. Yeah, like, come on. You get come to like – I can't around. bury we're the lead. We're like Pisces moons here. And also, like, first of all, A, hey, talking about music in general, putting music to my life, I've been doing that for
0: – A whole – My whole years, life. like forever. <laughs> okay.
1: So, might as well uh, – I might as well share that with someone who would get it. So, that's fucking yeah. cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Taylor, hello. <laughs> and speaking of – we will – Y'all. Y'all know Adina will end up on this podcast. It's mostly just about deciding when she wants to come on. Yes. Adina exactly if you're anytime. Pick a song. Um, literally that's also too. If you are also an astrologer listening to this, um shout out to you and love you. Um, if you want to come on the guest and you want to guest on this podcast, just DM us um and tell us your favorite song and obviously it should be from fearless or red because red is next next we will, we'll get there but um so anyway let us know your favorite song and just come on uh obviously not a song we've done already but
0: <laughs> you know what's funny red did not make an appearance on my uh on my taylor swift playlist
1: wow you're just holding out
0: you're i know you waiting think for it's, the emotion you know ignited
1: I, I mean it is the i mean it is the I heartbreak think so. album
0: I know, and I'm I'm enduring some heartbreak right now. So right. <laughs> everyone's like, "Can someone break up with me before Red is before Red Taylor's <laughs> version came out?" And I was wait, literally wait. like, "No, I'm good. I'm fine. I am so hurt."
1: So chaotic. <laughs>
0: It was the same way with Olivia Rodrigo's salary. They were like, someone needs to break break up oh with me God. after three days and go see someone else after two weeks so I can feel the same emotions. I was like, no,
1: oh you don't, you don't need to recreate her trauma. Like, don't do it. Don't do it, girl. No. Oh, yeah. no girl. girl, don't do it. It's girl, not worth it. it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. I, did. I did it.
1: <laughs> I love that TikTok just becomes like that where you just like can stay it and people know that it's a form of communication yeah. oh wow um, but anyway so okay taylor swift though i wanted to know okay i wanted to know since i genuinely so again we had talked about the homework for your reading prior to the reading right very we briefly told, like not told, in but total you told me you detail. were doing this i knew that you were doing this but mm-hmm. i didn't ask you i didn't ask you what songs and no? now i want to know what songs <laughs> i want to oh, yeah. so i want you to like okay I want to guess a few, but I probably won't get to guess a few. So I want you to tell me some and let me guess some. So I'll let you decide which ones you want to tell me and mm-hmm. then I will guess other remainders and you can say yes or no. And you don't have to explain any of the ones that I guess. I'm okay. i like – so it'll just be like ra- more rapid fire.
0: I'm going to tell you the obvious ones. Okay. Because I, I'm cur- – okay. Okay. Um, Remember, so listeners, this is going to be new, but Shannon, I've told you about this. How I had an experience in my life where Reputation mm. was essentially my my personal Mars remediation. Um, yeah. I had this whirlwind New York romance with a with a man who was a private pilot, a pilot, pilot bay, and three songs off of Reputation. I permanently will always associate with him because of that whirlwind romance. Wow. And it, those three are king of my heart, delicate, and call it what you want. Those That is the Pilot Bay chapter. All right. All right. So there's three. That's so
1: funny because that's when we had like just met.
0: We had just met and I was telling you what happened. You know and the I story. Like,
1: oh, my God. You guys met at the museum? That's so cute. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, <laughs> late, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Worldwind? oh the playlist is everyone also needs a whirlwind moment.
0: Everyone needs a whirlwind. Unfortunately, sometimes they hurt. Oh, this one I was always. very almost well, always. this one was very constructive. I was I'm still very grateful. Yeah. Pilot Bay, wherever you are. Um
1: shout out to Sag. I hope isn't it- he? Saying? He's a Sag. He's yeah, a Sag. I was Sag say, because
0: we went out for drinks after listeners. I met this man. at – here's a funny story. Um, I met this man on my birthday. Uh, the start of my fourth house year Uh, (laughs) I met this man at (sighs) a museum we were at the planetarium Uh, we realized we were the only two people at the planetarium alone at this guided tour because everyone else was families because it was a weekday I had taken off because it was my birthday he was on vacation in New York um, and so we both like one of like we were next to each other in the waiting area. We realized we were the only two people. We started making jokes. He asked, he asked me a question about like, we started like talking. We realized we were the only ones. So we ended up doing the guided tour together. And then we ended up going through the museum together. Cause like two people just like vibing in the museum. Um, I, I, I had dinner later that night as the museum was closing. So we just ended up getting drinks just to be like, Hey, like, because it was nice. He was in town. Uh, and I spoil alert, little. I ended up being late to my birthday dinner, which never happens. Um, and then hey, that was the whirlwind you romance.
1: You weren't late. You were on
0: time.
1: <laughs> Everyone else was
0: just early. Come on, they were yeah. Even... But I made the dinner reservations, and I was an hour late to the dinner <laughs>
1: reservations.
0: Oops, sorry, guys. It's your birthday. Um, you deserve it. It's my birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's your party. You can be anyway, the if you want. Yeah. So that's so. Those are three. There are other reputation songs because I love reputation um there are two Olivia Rodriguez songs I only limited it to two uh the albums that the Taylor Swift albums that are on here is all of her later stuff it's reputation okay. lover folklore evermore there is one speak now song which Shannon I task you to figure out what speak now song is on there. Um, there's two Mitski tracks, um, and there are th- there are three Bleacher songs. The Heim song, which is the only Heim song, only song by the Heim sisters, is "Want You Back."
1: Uh, I love that song.
0: It's so good. Um, and then there are there are one, two, three, four. There are five Lord songs, but they're all from melodrama. Makes sense mm-hmm
1: okay all right well I want also to- what do
0: you think is the opener i want to know what you think is, is it the a, opener. Is
1: it, is, is it a taylor song
0: no it's it's one of it's the one of two olivia rodrigo songs so you also have to figure out which of the olivia rodrigo songs are they
1: okay well i think one of the olivia rodrigo songs is favorite crime
0: shit how did you know
1: because i know you <laughs> 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 so uh but i don't feel like that's the opener
0: it is it is oh my god it wow. is because it's oh, listeners the playlist because i am such a storyteller it's it's a narrative of like this mm. is where it started this is where this period of my life okay. started and and it ends with where do i want to know if this i would have
1: that it would have been probably more of i would have thought because i definitely know why favorite crime is your opener in that case but yeah at the Wait. same time i also am like i wasn't i wasn't sure if you were just opening it for like the general vibe or the it's immediate no, like we it's the story in, we are in so now that you know <laughs> this is a linear
0: narrative this is okay. a linear narrative oh also that also means i need to tell you the closer the last three the the last three tracks of the closer is a taylor swift song and then it's two bleacher songs from the new album
1: uh uh okay so figure okay, out wait. so you know the opening so, so what's the ending favorite okay so favorite crime is the start which yeah. i mean that song's a pop so the last two bleacher songs obviously i feel like it's um uh oh my god
0: yeah what songs have we heard so far
1: no yeah i was like uh so stop making this hurt stop making this hurt is one of them mm-hmm,
0: yeah mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. so
1: no the other one then the newest one which i can't how, think of the name how dare you want more yeah how dare you want more
0: which one do you think is the true closer, like stop. the ending credit song?
1: Stop making this hurt.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like slowly figuring out the math. So okay. Okay.
1: So then the Taylor song before. So so if it goes stop. If it goes, um, how dare you want more? And then stop making this hurt. Before that, with the Taylor, um, is it? Is it Cornelia Street?
0: No, Cornelia Street. It's earlier. <laughs> no cornelia street it's earlier actually i did put in corn um because i created an accompaniment guide right. to this playlist um i did put in the oh note God, to adina God. yeah i did and when i say me. i was so thorough that was um, me with boyfriends i would give i did say to adina because uh there's a personal history for why i put it cornea por- i put cornelia street on that playlist mm. um and I didn't put. I was just like, and just like Taylor, because this part, this this the the personal history. I'm w- I'm now like I'm never going on that street ever again. <laughs> I will like just like Taylor. I will now actively avoid that street. It'd be like that. for as I, long as I can. I would
1: avoid all sorts. Of, oh God, plenty yeah. of places. Okay, so I mean, then she gets it. If the Taylor song, so then is it closure?
0: no but closure does make an
1: appearance i oh, was good see i'm guessing okay oh, wait feel does good. it I'm actually feel good that I'm get- i feel like that would make a lot of sense yeah closure um, does make an, an appearance okay. is it is it peace
0: no but peace is on the playlist you were getting you're close though you're hitting like mm. you're hitting a couple ones peace is on there
1: okay wait if is it okay wait tell me do i need to get off evermore
0: no, it. it okay. Yes, you have okay. to get off. Evermore, okay. it is. It is a folklore song. That's
1: what I. F- I figured it was going to be one of those two, but I yes. wasn't sure if. Yeah, wait. Fucking give me
0: folklore. Here's a hit. What has been the theme that I have been screaming of being like, I want to yeet myself off into an anar guard.
1: No, I know. Um. Oh, the lakes. Yeah. <laughs> but well, the lakes. So well, the playlist I- ends
0: with the lakes. How dare you want more? Stop making this hurt. <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> that's where i'm at right now listeners if anyone's like is emily okay I'm like mm, those were we'll my wrap. most those are the most current relatable songs but this is a fun game shannon you were pretty close you hit so- i you feel hit-
1: like i know your taylor personality <laughs>
0: <laughs> i only like her late i like the post mars remediation shit oh, oh there's only yeah. one speak now song though
1: oh that's the one that I was i wanted to guess yeah wait, yes okay. what is
0: the one speak now song that i put
1: so i feel like okay is it is it one of the like big ones because i haven't think i have i'm not gonna tell you okay is it mine i mean not mine mean
0: no it's not mean
1: is it anger
0: is an issue that we we struggle with as cancer mars retrograde particularly because that's my malefic malefic
1: is it there's not a lot of angry songs Is (laughs) is it is it better than revenge
0: that's that's an angry song i said angry songs are not prevalent
1: okay uh it's kind of
0: saturnian
1: oh i was gonna say is it is that the story of us
0: yeah it's the story of us there we
1: go yeah because you i remember you telling me something about i think that's like our first one of our first recordings when we were in your apartment we were talking about that song yes because she was she wrote about it in her little uh in her diary entries
0: in her diaries so anyway, speaking of flashbacks, um, time have- goes by, it's like I'm paralyzed by it, <laughs> we have some big news.
1: Yeah, so today is one of, uh, it is truly the Astro takecast. we have been waiting for this whole t- podcast, literally this whole podcast we have been waiting for news of the next re record. And we have it! We did it. It's it's so exciting. Um, So that being said, we Mm -hmm. have charts. (laughs) And also, Emily and I have saved ourselves from screaming at each other about these charts. Mm -hmm. So you guys will be hearing most of our reactions to each other for the first time. Uh, That's exciting. So we are going to talk about both the chart where Taylor announced the, the album. So the day she announced it, at the time she announced it. And then the date of the album drop itself, and then we'll talk about the transits for Taylor on those days. So it's gonna be lit. Cannot wait! Uh, I can't wait for Red. I'm Star so two.
0: stoked. Announced um, on, announced on Scooter Braun's birthday on June 18th. <laughs> so, listeners, last week we were we were doing our astrological takes on what it looked like and got to believe in the power of Mars in the, t- in her 10th house because there was an announcement. Um, the red at uh, the red Taylor Swift, ver- Taylor's version announcement was on Friday, June 18th listeners. Great job. And it was at approximately 1 PM East coast time. Um, that means it was a Libra rising. It was leap. It was Venus hour. Libra rising. Love moon it. right on almost. Moon three degrees off from ascendant. Um, we're in the midst of Cancer season, so that's the ruler of this event chart. Is that not Cancer even in the Venus? Midst. We are
1: in the the beginning
0: <laughs> oh i'm sorry i meant we're in the midst of the cancer venus season yeah my bad um uh, <laughs> words emily we're now
1: in cancer season though
0: <laughs> we're now in cancer season we are recording this june 23 2021 Mercury my brother's Day.
1: birthday happy birthday hey. to my brother <laughs> hi reed <laughs> he, he's probably happy- not listening to this but shout out to my brother happy birthday reed. is a cancer son So
0: anyway, anyway, back to the chart. So it was announced uh, on her social handles and that was really it. Like it was, it was like just a casual social handle update.
1: She dropped it and then she was like, bye. Yeah. She put put her highlight on her Instagram with her four red scarves. She changed Mm -hmm. her bio on Twitter to the red stuff. It's done. Fearless is done. Yes.
0: Well, it's still time. We still have to savor it because it's not done for five months.
1: I know. We're going to get to say, I love it.
0: We – so anyway, so looking at the chart, I pulled up the charts. Um, listeners, if you want to listen along, again, it's one fifty two p.m. for Friday, June 18, 2021 is when Taylor announced. Uh, Shannon, what are your thoughts when you look at this?
1: I mean, so uh, first of all, I mean, the Mercury retrograde rolling back toward the north node and that's in her eighth. I know we're going to talk about transit later, but like I think that's very – Poignant because she's in that eighth house perfection year ruled by mercury which is a gemini year like we kind of talked about mm-hmm. this overarching theme of this gemini north node in her eighth so i think it's interesting that mercury retrograde is happening and she's announcing during a retrograde she's announcing at the very end of gemini season um but uh this was also conveniently right before jupiter went retrograde
2: oh, so the last
1: trip uh-huh like really close and so that in her fifth house uh or no that was transiting the sixth house of this chart but oh my god moon on the ascendant and she's like it's the heartbreak album here we go mm-hmm. showing it all and- she
0: said in the announcement the heartbroken might go through thousands of micro emotions a day trying to figure out how to get through it without picking up the phone to hear that old familiar
1: voice mm.
0: This is the album. Old familiar
1: voice is big Mercury retrograde, too.
0: (laughs) Wait, isn't Mercury? I mean,
1: the stereotype of Mercury retrograde is your ex coming back. Your ex comes back. Either you're the ex coming back or an ex is coming back. (laughs) And Taylor Swift is the ex coming back because obviously people are like joking about, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal and all that stuff. Um, Where's the scarf, Jake? Literally. Or where's the bandana, Emily? (laughs) So I also love to, of course, that we have a Venus ruled chart in the 10th house, which is just a big, like, it's like, it's a positive, like, there was a positive reception to this announcement, you know, like, mm-hmm. everybody was hype, uh, and she also, of course, Venus, cancer season, the MC of this chart being conjunct her Oh, it's not conjunct, but it's really close to her Jupiter. Like this is a good, auspicious moment. Um, Excellent election. Yeah, I. Uh, I
0: <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about it? I
1: literally. So I have a friend who was on Are You the One, um, which is, uh, but the the most recent, well, the queer version of Are You the One, um, and she had like gone on an Instagram kind of hiatus and like deleted all her posts or archived them. And she was only like posting on her close friends story. And so she posted, like she asked me, she was like, I want to elect a time to post my first like Instagram back out. And I was like, amazing. Okay, let's do it. And I picked almost this exact time <laughs> oh my for God. her to do it. No, almost. I, I picked two. I just let her she was like wanted to do i was like oh yeah two 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 like do two twenty two. but like i was doing i was gonna do 2 p.m like it was like it, this moon on the ascendant um with venus in the 10th i was like it's perfect she she my friend is also a libra rising so it was just like it all really oh that's so good bit nice um but i was shocked when barely after this post is when i see the news of red because i hadn't like i was like i, del- I was delayed i didn't see it immediately remember because you were like texting me a bunch and i was cooking or something yeah i was, yeah, like, I I was like
0: screaming at you being like shannon shannon it's happening it's happening I, was, like,
1: I came back and i was like oh shit what did i miss because it wasn't you just that was you were not the only text no i'm sure so many other people who texting me about <laughs> Oh man! But anyway, I love that the news can spread like wildfire with a German with a Gemini Mercury on the North Node. Um, also, I mean, you gotta love Chiron on the seventh, right? The Heartbreak yeah. album, and the Heartbreak s- album. She's and 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 she's gonna bring up all the old wounds of her partners from that era.
0: <laughs> I also love all of the oppositions in this chart. Like, yeah. by degree, because it's not by sign. So that's something I'm always confused about. But, like, Mars, by by degree, is opposing uh, Pluto right now. Oh, no. Sorry. Ah, So many lines. Mars is opposing Saturn right now. And yes. then Venus is slowly opposing, is, is applying to Pluto. And then yep. we have the moon opposite Chiron. Like, all of these oppositions. Because in some ways, like, the story of, like – just the story of just the well, Grand Cross.
1: Then technically, yeah, almost. yeah. Technically,
0: they're not all square each other, but like, yeah, yeah it was like. But all four cards. Th- something had to drop, or else people like the Swifties were poorly prepared to call themselves clowns again. They were making the Swifties version of 1989. They all
1: called themselves clowns for thinking that it was 1989. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, whenever. Oh my God, the tweet that I saw that blew me away was whenever I sent it to you, and it was like, um. Taylor Swift putting Wildest Dreams as an Easter egg in the horse movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal as an Easter egg for 1989 – or for Red instead of 1989, like, is my origin Joker origin story. Like, (laughs) because that is so specific.
0: Well, if we talk about our transits of what's going on, you know that Ascendant Moon – action we're talking about in the actual event. it's in her 12th house and how she deliberately deceived us (laughs) deliberately deceived us because we were she was like i gave you so many signs but we never saw the signs because we were thinking it was 1989 but it was red it it was was red we were she was was telling us
1: like the stephen colbert thing that there's too much the swifties were ready and honestly i'm I love it, and I loved the the one I saw was like the comparison photo of her lying down with the Evermore album on the grass, just like her with one of her classic promo shots of her in like lying in the grass in in red. And so it's just she she tried she was doing it she was doing it, it, and we were we were clowns. Well, you want to see something?
0: Do you want to see something else? I clocked also with when we look at the transits. Look how that tenth house Mars. That Mars uh, transiting her tenth house, opposite her opposite Venus. Her
1: Venus exactly.
0: Yes, opposite. And what wow. is happening? It's the fan base like screaming, like something's gotta go. And uh-huh. she she didn't drop a single. She didn't. She literally just said, just "Red's not. coming. Here yep. you go. Red's coming. Here's the date. F- I'm feeding you, kids. Sh- yeah.
1: Shish now. A <laughs> real
0: coming of like to the middle. Like I'm not gonna Enjoy. give you a single. I'm not giving you 1989. But here's the drop date for the next re-record.
1: Yep. Honestly, I'm about that, too. Also, Mercury Retrograde, I mean, that makes sense, too, for that Mercury Retrograde not giving us the single, like, just being like, here, like, (laughs) this is what you wanted, right? Uh, Confirmation that another one is coming. But I'm, I am kind of shook because when we were talking about June 18th, we were both like, I don't know, I mean, she might, we were, we were. We were kind of cr- kind of correct because we were talking about how we didn't think it was going to be a true drop of anything, like we didn't think it was going to be a song or an album. But we also didn't think it was impossible that she would do something. It was just one of those, like, well, maybe if she feels like being petty. And did she? Oh, you gotta love th- thank you Tay, thank you Taylor, because I'm so glad that the news was all about that on Scooter's birthday. I honestly like. People deserve to be petty, and I uh, sometimes. And Taylor is one of those people where I'm like, "Yeah, fuck you that know guy. what?
0: This fuck is why we can't guy. have nice things." She has also, a whole song about it.
1: Wait, is this his? Is this Scooter Bronze Mercury retrograde transit? Because he's a Gemini, right?
0: <laughs> well, this is a solar return essentially. I mean, we don't have an exact time, wait. but like, oh, because it's solar return. This is like. This is
1: this could potentially be a solar return. Moment. That's <laughs> hilarious. I wonder if by the end of his solar return, he figures out. Well, I mean, I guess he doesn't own th- her shit anymore, technically, right? Like, because he sold it again. Yeah,
0: but he still gets money off of it. He still yeah. profits off of it.
1: Okay, but but it's like, but he is kind of in the he. Th- thinks gemini he thinks he's in the clear of like i don't even know it's not mine anymore i sold it already again like don't worry about it yeah but he's still but profiting no you're off still of it. if you post a profit off of her then fuck you buddy uh yeah we are of the legion of of uh, i was reading that article that article that variety did uh. <laughs> i was reading it a little bit before i got disgusted and i stopped um but the way that they were like yeah and the swifts fans don't really like him i'm like yeah <laughs> And we are clearly, easily one of the most powerful fan bases. Intellectual property rights, bro. Also, she has so many Capricorn placements. Karma's coming hard for that man.
0: (laughs) I mean, there is that theory. A floating theory, which we will cover in the next Astro Takeouts, because we have oh, so yeah. much to cover in today's episode. Yeah. So shout out to one of our wonderful listeners and followers at Landon Handshoe 2 for flagging this incredible theory about the rollout timeline for the re-records. And the thread, it's by at King kinda gold rush. At kind of gold rush.
1: Love it. Swifties. We love it.
0: Yeah. Gotta love it. Um, did an incredible thread analyzing a screenshot based from the man music video that could potentially be oh, an Easter yeah. egg analyzing the timeline, like giving hints to when the timeline of things would come out and Fearless so far has lined up and so has Red. Um, but the thread ends with a theory and there has been a persistent theory, uh, Swifty theory that the original Reputation album was was going to be called karma and all the material from karma got scrapped because of everything that happened in the, su- the summer that she would later call this summer is the apocalypse and one of her <laughs> can't wait for us to look at the transits for that day
1: yeah um, literally same i'm so excited
0: i have theories it's a pluto transit it's something like it's pluto probably hitting her her stellium Saturn, That's the, maybe maybe it's, it's gotta the Saturn.
1: Be. It's the Saturn one because remember how we're like Pluto's hitting all her different spots. Like Uranus first, Neptune next, or Uranus or Mercury next, Neptune next, and then Saturn. Saturn. So I wonder if it was because her she hasn't that middle. That 13 degree Saturn. So it's like right there in the middle. hmm So wonder... anyway.
0: I wonder. So anyway, we are gonna cover all of that in our next episode, which is You're Not Sorry. Um yeah, just be because we way. have so much to cover with red. But listeners, um, especially at Landon Henshaw too. Thanks so much for letting us know. And if if you know, Shannon and I are always scouring the internet and the Swifty verse oh, because yes. we're Scorpio Mercury's and we love details. But if you see something that you want us Please to cover astro take us let us know tag us either ta- tag at twin fire science pod um or uh, at twin fire underscore science which is our twitter handle tag me at astral at um starry eyed data or shannon at astrology chef like we love it you know I love this it. is for us but this is also for you um so saturnia may be like not a- it's whatever we put into it um mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, but anyway yeah
0: so going forward
1: so let's look at the the actual yeah with the red yes. album
0: yes because we know based off repeated history that the album will drop at midnight east coast time yeah so i put because taylor said november 19 2021 1201 a.m is approximately when it's going to drop mm. and look at it it's an it's we are it truly we are in scorpio season which as we noted in earlier episodes, is a typical Taylor Swift drop. She drops yeah. in, t- in Scorpio season. It's a Virgo rising, and it's funny because she said there's going to be thirty songs, which will be her longest song, her Do longest album to date. Thir- They're all thirty songs. Will be thirty tracks. Um, it's a Virgo rising that is then ruled by. Beautiful Mercury Scorpio. And Scorpio. Mur- yeah. Mercury Scorpio. She's, and
1: she's kind of, I mean, she's going to have these songs that are very like intense. Some of them. I
0: mean, the long awaited 10 minute all too well. <sighs> I'm so sorry. And it's confirmed there will be explicit lyrics.
1: I can't wait. Uh, yeah, there's going to be an explicit version of the album. Like, so you could buy the clean or the explicit version if you're going to purchase them like on the Apple Music mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this chart also what that is the scream um wait what what is it like scream out to you oh uh uh the uh exact north node conjunction on the mc in gemini <gasps> exact 1 degree it's right before the north node's shift into the Taurus scorpio aka her first and seventh and gives her all those eclipses but this is literally like
0: the- she's having an eclipse
1: in the she will yeah yeah
0: when we look at transit this is
1: going to be right before that like yeah this is that gemini oh my god i'm just blown away that the fact that it's like that exact conjunction and again as i was saying literally just earlier this is the story of this gemini this is her gemini north node story right is these re-releases this makes me wonder if by first and seventh house eclipse i wonder if she'll negotiate to own her shit and if we'll get any more re-records Like, you know what I mean? Like, this could easily... What if, for instance, don't freak out, Swifties. We got... I obviously would like for all of the re-records to happen, but I also would like to own her shit. So if, for instance, the nodes leave her eighth and enter her seventh and first, that is the perfect time. The first and seventh house transit eclipse. I mean, we just had that. But it's the perfect time for a negotiation. It's the perfect time to be able to figure out you know what's yours what's mine but also what is mine that I want to get back to me like so it it wouldn't surprise me if she got her masters back when that north node enters Taurus or there will be a massive public like a massive partnership rally to get all the other albums out and all of the people will be on that like there's gonna it's either gonna be that or it's gonna be a lot of major effort a lot of seventh house effort to get that the rest of the stuff out But I just I don't know It would be fascinating If the last thing we get Is this red album With mm. that Gemini North Node But I mean there is? was that
0: rumor About You know a, That she's renegotiating That she was gonna Yeah well th- it, it turned out to be like David Archuleta Or um oh, yeah Or David Getta I always get their last names confused Because they're David so similar David G-
1: Getta Archuleta, Archuleta, Archuleta is it Archuleta is in the news right now Because he just came out As queer oh, so okay So he's like Look for him <laughs> Yeah right Right? Good for him, dude. Good, good job. Him. I had a crush on him, so of course.
0: <laughs> queer people crushing <laughs> Olivia, on queer people.
1: Olivia just looks at me and goes, "Same." <laughs> queer people
0: just crushing on queer people. It's a tale as old as time. He
1: was such a good crooner. He was so good. He was.
0: Um, but there was a like, there was a rumor that like, uh, artist was going like. An artist was going to get their catalog back and the Swifties – Everyone thought it was Taylor Swift and it turned out to be another artist and it ended up being either David Archuleta or David Guetta. I'm so sorry. I get their names confused. I can't remember.
1: I feel like like the Archuleta one is just in your brain because people have been mentioning him. And I've been seeing mentions of him on Astro Twitter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, I mean – who knows? I think that's a fascinating delineation because, yeah, her first and th- <laughs> it would be all her first and seventh house,
1: exactly. Um, and it, but wait, what mm-hmm. if then? What if it actually? What if we get another year of re-records and then she gets the renegotiation by the Libra Aries node with the Libra negotiation in the twelfth and the sixth? Wow,
0: I don't know. Yeah, we it's we gotta like, watch. We gotta keep like going.
1: There are so many different ways. At least in the next two years. That I could easily mm-hmm. see her. But if by the time we get – oh, my God. Wait. The nodes are going to be in Cancer and Cap again after that? Ew. <laughs> Think of that concept. We don't know.
0: Yeah. But um, anyway, oh, I want to get threat. back –
1: yeah. Go ahead.
0: I want to get back to the chart though because at, we keep talking about uh, the Scorpio-Taurus axis. And in this event chart – there's so much. Yeah, the Taurus moon is opposite the Scorpio Mars at 13 degrees. <laughs> Uh, Mercury.
1: She has, a, she has an astrologer. I'm sorry. It's her Mars return and she's dropping this at Mars at 13. This well, 27 degrees.
0: Twitchy. Well, pay attention to the degrees because before we move on, do you have anything to say about just the event itself? Because I cannot wait oh, no, to show no, you no, what no. I Oh, no. Let's do,
1: yeah, let's do the. Ch- okay. Well, wait. Well, hang on. Oh, speaking wait, the of. One thing I wanted to say about the event yes. is the sixth house being having the Jupiter. Jupiter is direct again. So remember how she both – she is narrowly avoided the retrograde on both ends. She did not drop during a Jupiter retrograde. But Jupiter in the sixth and Saturn in the sixth, that is the – that I also think is indicative of the amount of songs that are on there and the amount of time it probably took her to get all of it together. She worked uh, for this album. This, yeah, she like, worked. Thir- I'm sorry. 30 songs is fucking crazy like literally that's a crazy amount of songs to put on a single album even if they are re-recording stuff from the past that is so much music so i'm about it i'll love it but it's like holy shit girl no one does that really like 30 song albums are like musical soundtracks and you know they're musicals they're legit musicals she which (laughs) taylor i swear after this shit is done if you don't get your songs on a musical, I'm over it. I will go see it. I will. buy Or the
0: what if we got a Taylor Swift composed musical? Like that's she, what I want. She's a storyteller. No, what but I'm I want. saying like I'm no, I'm not saying she's gonna do like what Bruce Springsteen did or or um or, or Alanis uh,
1: Morissette.
0: Yeah, or um Green Day did where they like repurposed their songs into a musical. No. I'm saying she's gonna create new. She's gonna do what what Sarah Bareilles did and like. Um. Create a whole album, create a whole musical. Yeah, I loved Waitress. I saw it live; it was incredible. Um, yeah, she's probably. I think she's gonna do what Sarah Bareilles did, and like legit compose the music for feel, for a for yeah. a musical.
1: I feel like she could do a mix of both. Because oh yeah, some of the folklore, like folklore evermore, like some of her songs. I feel like she could do it because it's almost honestly would be brilliant. Because a the songs of past Taylor would draw people in that knew her and want to see her, but don't necessarily like musicals. And then also people will be coming in to see Taylor perform, or not Taylor, but like performed new songs written. Oh my god, thinking back, is that Taylor? I hope Taylor would. Oh my god, I feel I mean, like she'd she is be a the Scorpio. I feel like she'd be the Scorpio Scorpio Rising person to be like, yeah, I'm mostly behind stage. Like I have like one part, but. Maybe yeah. it's a, or maybe it's mm-hmm. an Inception type musical, not Inception, but like where you're, mu- where she is, it's a musical about her. her and she is, plays herself, like, and she only does quick little cameo moments, kind of like a Bye Bye Birdie vibe, but yeah, instead, wow. I don't
0: she- know, but I, uh, I love the idea of a Taylor Swift written a- musical, um, whatever then, iteration. What's his,
1: face, what's his face from, um, from, D. Evan Hansen already basically said that he would write one for her if with her like if yeah she was so, I mean she out there,
0: worked it's with it's Andrew Lloyd Webber for the for the Cats musical she oh, fuck. yeah we <laughs> forget mean, about yeah I beautiful ghost
1: she's in Cats every time
0: yeah but so anyway so wow, continuing yeah. are you ready to yeah. look at transit <laughs> I want to tell you what I clocked tell immediately me. You know, we keep joking. You know, you keep joking like Taylor Swift has an astrologer. You're like, but I. It's a question of does she have an astrologer or does the chart just elect itself? Mm. Because look Chef's at kiss. what's going on. Sun is right on her ascendant.
1: I'm, I'm and yeah, her and Mars, Mars like twenty.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah,
1: because she has a twenty six Mars and the ascendant.
0: Sun. The event charts, the drops ascendant is right on her midheaven. I was
1: so hyped to see that is, Virgo rising for this reason. Like,
0: mm-hmm. And degree-wise, it's so close.
1: It confirms – I'm just mm-hmm. saying that it's, uh, it
0: confirms a lot of also, things. Also, that Capricorn Venus in the event charts fifth house, all aspecting her third house stellium. And wow. we noticed – both in the drops chart, because the drops chart, tra- the event charts drop has three planets in Scorpio, the Mars, Mercury, and Sun, all in the third house. We are routinely noticing radio hits or something to do with radio or what people are listening to, always activating some third house action. And we're seeing that not only in the event chart, but in her synastry, we're now seeing trans- the event charts of Venus right on top of her third house stellium.
1: Yep. This yeah. is magic. I also am shook that this is going to be coming out during our Venus return. <laughs> what a <laughs> gift!
0: Oh, yeah. It'll be a gift after surviving our final to hit our of our Venus Pluto tr- conjunction. Yeah, but, uh, I cannot wait for that final hit. Yeah. I want to be. O- I want it to be over.
1: It's time. Um, like you know what's also on. interesting. So obviously, as I was talking about with the MC North Node in her eighth. But mm-hmm. the Taurus moon is at such a late degree that, like, by midday, on the same day, the moon will be in Gemini right there. So, like, by the time most people are, like, really digesting this album, the moon will already be in Gemini. It's like the collective is really – like, the, again, the, the the Gemini story here is wild. But I think it's fascinating that it starts with the Taurus. Well, town. wait,
0: because that Taurus moon opposes – Her, the, the, the the event charts is, yeah, the ascendant, this, her, her Mars, and then that, the Scorpio stellium in the sky at the event drop. Yep. Again, it's like her and it's all in her first and seventh house and it's her finding the compromise because Red, like she said there, she she wanted us to hear it as it should have been with 30 tracks. That she's means crazy. the original Red, OG Red, had to go through so much opposition of being like, yeah. take this song out, do it this way, do this. And she was like, no, it, sh- it should be this way. And here she is finally coming to the center of that opposition because she's like, all right, they got what they wanted. They got the OG Red, which doesn't have all the tracks I wanted. And now I'm re-releasing it the way I want it. And yeah. again, oh, so well, good.
1: you know the other thing that's interesting with that same thought of, essentially, there was a lot left on the cutting room floor of this album originally, the first release. And so it's funny to me that the Virgo Rising is the ascendant of this. Is like, no, yeah, I'm going to give you every little detail that was edited out because Virgo both – at the same time, again, so like things can be the same and both like opposites, but the same for the same delineation. So Virgos both are the people who will write every detail out, give you any very, like, like they are the very, very, very detailed sign, right? With that earth energy, but, and the Mercury vibe. But then at the same time, they're also the someone who, when you're, when they are given all of that writing, they're super good at getting it down to the short and sweet, what you need, the bits, like the like, good editors. So good writers, good editors. So that being said, Taylor is the writer, right? And she was subject to a shitload of editing. And I think now she's, this ascendant is like, nope, it's me. And then again, the sun on the ascendant, Mercury on the ascendant. It's like, she's like, yeah, I know I'm giving you all of the the stuff I wrote. I'm giving you everything that was supposed to be on this, but Scorpio. Three, four, sun, Mercury, Mars. Oh, sorry. I, I kept it from you this whole time. Like, I hid yeah. that from you.
0: <sighs> I mean, so I learned when we did so our collab episode on Do the Roses Align. Oh Everyone, gosh. if you love Bachelor Nation, it's such a ride to listen to Shannon and Jess. Uh, go look at Bachelor yes. Nation through an astrological lens.
1: Um, yes, it's I'm way, way more fun episodes- that way, I promise. It does not, if you are, if you're someone who are, you hear me and you're like, The Bachelor, what the fuck, that show, trust me. Okay, trust me. When you know if everyone signs on that show, it changes the way that you watch it. Astrology and it makes astrology. way better. But anyway, <laughs> um, well, something I learned when we
0: were on that episode together was whenever there's like sun on the ascendant or any kind of ascendant action, and there is mutual ascendant action in this synastry for Taylor yes. and for the for Taylor, it's almost like you are the hero's journey. You are on a hero's journey. Um, There's an incredible video by The Take about the rise and fall of Taylor Swift and just kind of her journey. And they kind of were like Taylor – like the early days of Taylor Swift, she had this kind of hero's journey of ascension. And then the decline is her kind of social grace wall was like what happens um, was another kind of narrative. But they were like, but Taylor Swift is once again – entering this hero's narrative because now she's championing for artists' rights for intellectual property to what belongs to them through this re-record endeavor and also um they did it was so it's a great episode to listen to it's on youtube guys um the take it's like a taylor swift episode and they this her second house sag son screamed so much because they said taylor swift is great at at nothing if not pivoting when she needs to pivot Mm. for her career and i was like yeah she knows exactly how to pivot when to pivot how to do it um
1: but that's kind of what i took away mutable mc yeah there's as someone who also has a mutable mc i also know how to pivot (laughs) and i've had to pivot a lot where i'll have like a goal or whatever and like for instance, I really wanted to work in food styling and I went on a million interviews and no one was hiring me. And then I realized I was like, oh, shit, actually, maybe I don't think I really want to do this. Like or because I guess they don't want me, but also that this whole realizing realization of that yeah. shit. So then I was like, pivot. So Taylor, and too. It,
0: and I mean, like I have a different MC, but our charts do share that we have a lot of um, mutable placements. I mean, our big three
1: are mutable. Yeah. So
0: like maybe the left, the. At least for my takeaway, because I took a little bit of a longer process to kind of truly pivot. But I have pivoted very several times. I went you from have, classical music to now. Yeah. Um,
1: ruled by, yeah. You know, Pisces. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Mutable, exactly. 10. Like, yeah, mutable 10th
0: wild. house, which. Yeah. Um, but it's fascinating the ways that. Yeah. Like modalities. Yeah. Um, for our beginning listeners look up modalities for astrology they kind of like sort into boxes where certain signs fall into and and um not by element by behavior
1: kind of yeah well so what it is is um the way they're separated the cardinal the fixed and the mutable signs the cardinal signs are the first signs that open the tropical seasons so Aries is the first sign of spring. Libra is the first sign of fall. Cancer is the first sign of summer. I'm out of order. I was doing the oppositions in my brain. Um, <laughs> uh, cancer. So, but it goes Aries first for spring, Cancer for summer solstice, Libra uh, equinox. Literally equinox for Libra, and then uh, the winter solstice for Cap uh, for Capricorn season. Mm-hmm. Whereas so the so the cardinal signs they their their energy again like you said the vibe it's like their energy right the it's like um it's just the, their mode which is so silly to think about but it's like it is the mode of these people um, cardinals start stuff they, they are the the, the, problem st- like the problem solvers, but also, like, very, you know, forward-moving, always thinking of the next thing, like, ready to start projects and get them going. And so that's why all four of those signs are cardinal, and they start something in their own way. Um, but then fixed signs are the ones in the middle of the season, and they sustain the season. It's that middle part mm-hmm. that is just the extended season. So we have Taurus. Uh, what's next? Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, and all those signs are just very, they keep this, they keep it going, uh, steady as it goes, fixed, we're doing the same thing, we're keeping our routine in the middle of our season, and then the mutables come along to be like, all right, time to get ready for the next season, that's when the weather starts changing, and everything's kind of, all the weather is like, what are you doing, and everyone's dressing weird, and no one knows how to, like, do anything, like, it's like, but then also, we're all starting to travel and all that stuff, so mutables are uh gemini virgo sagittarius and pisces so anyway fun facts on all the mutables and when you have mutable angles or fixed angles like all those things you end up being like a very like your lot lots of your, important parts of your life end up following that mute mute or that that modality pattern Woo! Mm-hmm. big words y'all okay <laughs> I know, right? Vocab time. It's still Mercury's and still in Gemini, y'all. Information <laughs> time. Um, okay, but anyway, um, yeah. But back, back, back to the Sun. That mutual s- s- uh, reception for the ascendant, midheaven, the Sun ascendant, the MC, like all that. It's like ah, oh, chef's kiss. That that true timing being right. Hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Taylor is our hero.
0: She's the main character,
1: and. Here she is also Red releasing a very Martian album with Mars in her first and a Mars return. And y'all can't tell me Red is not the Mars album that was the Mars album before Reputation. It was just the different, it was like the, The it was like the unprocessed Mars versus the like, or maybe it was the, it was a lot of reactionary Mars instead of, action mars if that makes sense it was like
0: unconstructive mars it was like i'm in my feelings it was a really wounded mars right yeah it's like unprocessed mars i think it's almost like red was the hey i think there's something up like are you okay and she's like no i'm fine and then she like ignored the lesson she ignored the things she should have worked on in red, ignored, suppressed it for 1989. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. reputation happened. And then the, her whole life started, like everything started going, falling apart. Like that, this is what happens when you don't like, this is, she this learned that this is, ha- yeah, this, this is why we can't have. Yeah. This is what happens can- when you don't listen.
1: This is why we can't have nice, nice things. things.
0: Exactly. And then, yeah. Um <laughs> I don't like 1989. I'm like she's repressing so much. Yeah,
1: well, in red, she's repressing so much too.
0: Like, well, is she repressing so much, or do we not know? Because <laughs> maybe her her non repression songs were left on the cutting room floor so because they I were too sad.
1: I can't wait for whatever we get. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, any final thoughts on Red other than just how fucking hype we are? How also, hype? Also, how, how hype we are to know that we actually have time to finish Fearless before she drops Red. <laughs> Selfishly, <laughs> listeners? I was like, I do not want her. I do not want a 1989
0: drop this summer because we are not ready. What if Y'all, Taylor we listens? Like,
1: we still got like 11 songs left. If what I if
0: Taylor Fearless? listens to the song, to our podcast, and is like, you know what? Like, this... These astrologically, these astrological girls, these gals keep like they need more time. They need more yeah. time.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so thank you, Taylor, for letting us uh, have a potential time where we will hopefully get even like a bit a break. We might, yeah, actually I think get a break. Like, if
0: we remain on schedule, we will have. We'll see y'all
1: like a week. As long as the trans we'll have a week or two, us. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I know God well hopefully speed. we're gonna start we're gonna start trying to record a bunch of these on one day so if you have astro takecast with like out me or with just Emily or one of us just that's y'all we're gonna know or anyway. maybe with
0: a guest with a guest <gasps> again another our second shout out fellow astrologers that are, are swifty adjacent or even swifty interested or big old swifties like us roll through it's, it's you know
1: call sub sound out there it is send us a sound scarf off. emoji
0: send us some scarf
1: emojis or something red, red scarf us um well anyway should we talk move about the song you want to tell me why about this
0: song we're here tell me why we're here today
1: tell me why we're here to talk about this song taylor swift tell tell me why which is one of the fun it's like there's a couple of songs that i would kind of put if i had to like make Maybe we should do this, actually. If I had to make, like, a triple Venn diagram, like, where it's, like, certain vibes, this song is definitely, it's, like, angry. Like, I think the three bubbles would be, like, angry, sad, in love or something, like, vague like that. But this is definitely of the song that's, like, angry, because it's, like, this and forever and always, and, uh, wait. Yeah, but there's a couple others, right? That I'm just like, these are are the mad. She's mad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And apparently she was mad when she literally wrote the song. Like she walked in and was just like ranting.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean so the story goes and she this is in her own words I walked into Liz's house Liz Rose who um was her one of her big partner. collaborators yeah. uh it was incredible cuz Liz Rose also was the one who hinted at the 10 minute all too well take mm. uh the original one and also was uh Taylor's co collab co-collaborator for all too well um so Taylor I walked into Liz's house and I said, I can't believe what's going on right now. I've got to tell you about this. I told her all about it. She goes, If you could say everything you were thinking to him right now, what would you start with? So I told her, I would say to him, I'm sick and tired of your attitude. I feel like I don't even know you. And I just started rambling. And she, Liz, was writing down everything that I was saying. And so we turned it into a song. Mm. And I mean, Taylor does talk, um, especially later on in Lover. After, like, in the one Rolling Stone article that she did uh, in the Lover era, she did talk about how writing songs is really therapeutic for her. It's really true, cathartic. That she's like, she really bears it all. Whether it's in song, she's even tempted, She even mentioned, I think, in in the documentary, she's like, "Yeah, I wrote really sad poems about like what was going on when I was like, I disappeared for a year." like um yeah this was pure this was incredibly therapeutic for her
1: love that and i love that it did yeah like i love that she just said i'm sick and tired of your attitude i feel like i don't i feel like i don't even know you that was just out of her mouth as a thought and not as a lyric because this which actually is pretty indicative i think of this album because olivia and i have been talking about it in kind of just offhand of When we, you know, obviously Olivia's like playing the songs and stuff. And we were talking about how Breathe was so good. Like, y'all, y'all, come on, y'all. If you haven't listened to our episode of Breathe, at least go listen to us in the beginning when we sing Breathe. Because, like, low-key, we're so good. (laughs) Like, we're really good, y'all. I don't know. But we were talking about why that song is so easy to sing. Emily, you mentioned that it's so easy to sing because it's meant for multiple people to sing. So the, like Colby and Taylor both sang it. But then Olivia and I were talking about how it's because she had a songwriter that kind of slowed her down because she, on this album especially, shoves so many words into every part, especially like some of her, like some of the specific phrases like this, I'm sick and tired of your attitude. I feel like I don't know you. Like it's, it's not, is She this, this song has a good beat. Obviously everything is a beat because it's a song, but it's like. Some of her later songs have different flow because she is uncomfortable in, like, her writing style, I think. With it here, it's, like, still a little bit jolted, and I like that because it's you very, mean, like, young.
0: You mean she's come to the, the middle of her moon
1: opposite Mercury? Or is what she, you're telling me? Or she's made it past her Saturn return, conjunct Mercury. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like, there are so Both many and. variations.
1: <laughs> Both and. Uh, Both and. and. But yeah, exactly. Like she, because I mean, because obviously, folklore at Evermore, too, she's really good at getting it's she's singing a story instead of a true song like not everything always rhymes not everything always like has the same um like uh beat or uh
0: she plays with really funky time signatures time
1: signature is what i was looking for in my brain it wasn't coming Mm -hmm. um so but with fearless it's like she does that too but it's a little like it all works but it's also a little like you could tell it's just a little edgier like a little like she's just like younger and she's like again this is just something she said out loud she didn't poetically write it she just said it and that's why i'm like wow both and a great great songwriting and then also like wow
0: also liz like she,
1: yeah getting liz being able to just like translate
0: i feel like she's always unintentionally speaking in very like lyrical words cuz i think of that jimmy yeah. fallon uh that Jimmy Fallon um, interview where Mama Swift gave Jimmy Fallon like the clip of Taylor Swift after getting like eye surgery. Um, I think she got like LASIK or something. And like um, Mama Swift was like, don't cry. And like such a Cancer Moon problem of like your mom being like, don't cry. And she's like, I'm not crying. Starts crying over a banana. But at one point Mama Swift goes, don't fall asleep because like – because something with your eyes and like – Taylor goes, I'm not asleep. My mind's alive.
1: <laughs> like, that's that. how she talks. Oh my God. She's so silly.
0: <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh... So there's only one highlighted chart. Oh wait! Before we move on to the to a highlighted chart, the hidden message Swifties is guess I was fooled by your smile. (laughs) The it's like she's so angry, but then also like she has some great barbs when she's angry. Like uh, my favorite barb of hers is in Forever and Always when she's like, "Was I out of line? Did I say something way too honest to make you run and hide like a scared little little boy?" The way she says that line, I'm like, oh my God, if I was Joe Jonas, I would literally want to sink into the seat, into my seat right now.
1: (laughs) Also, Liam and y'all are scared little boys. I'm just saying, okay.
0: (laughs) Anyway, Anyway, so moving on to the highlighted, there's really only one highlighted, tell me why chart uh event chart that i wanted to bring up taylor surprise performed tell me why on the red tour (laughs) on september 7 2013 in saint paul minnesota so convenient so we don't have an exact time chart because important. Unfortunately, you know,
1: whatever live was tweeting wasn't concert? really
0: a thing in 2013 like it was when she did a surprise performance in twenty eight in 2018 yeah. for reputation for the rep for the reptor so I've only pulled transits for Taylor for that day for September 7 2013 um Shannon
1: what are you, you want to take it away what are your thoughts I mean Saturn North node conjunction in Scorpio and their first I'm trying to understand like I'm trying to think of why like, So I guess, so she was doing this kind of thing where she would do, you know, everybody always performs one or two old songs on any kind of current tour, like any artist does. But Taylor would do this where, specifically, where she'd just pick a couple and she'd spread them out and then she never really does it again. Uh, So this being said, I think, Oh well, Sun right on her midheaven is nice. Jupiter, mm-hmm. Jupiter, though, on her Chiron, and she's digging up that old wound, but to party and kind of scream about it at a show at the in the in front of her fans. And a lot of the fans too love this is probably also big fan service, right? Like yeah. this is the OG fan shout-out. Like any any artist, right? But especially Taylor, when you have such a deep catalog, you know, you're on the Red Tour, you're playing an album from two a song from two albums ago that wasn't even the single off of the album or anything so it's nice fan service with that mercury too in the 11th sun in the 11th mars wait i mars love how-
0: the 10th house mars the tenth, almost at
1: the exact spot that the announcement of red is i wonder
0: if we <laughs> when we get to the re- when we do our red era i think we should watch where mars goes yeah just based off of this like For we sure. should see like Were there like significant events happening during a Leo Mars transit? I'm now wondering. Um,
1: Yeah. Interesting. Good point though, Mars. And also because of her Mars return, both that and, both and. Yeah, both and. I mean, and also, oh, here's her Pluto-Mercury transit. Ooh, here we go. So Pluto is at nine and Mercury is at eight yeah so this is so the red oh oh so so emily are you, are you telling me that the red era is her mercury conjunct pluto <laughs> well look at that oh y'all God, you've been you listening, listening you know you know you know how we feel about these pluto transits for tra- taylor big time wow wow so also maybe that's why okay wait a minute wait a minute Backup theory. Maybe this is why Speak Now, obviously, Speak Now was huge, but even okay, even for me, someone who was like a passive Taylor fan at the time, Speak Now was like fully under the rug. Like it was kind of one of the albums that slipped through, I think, versus Fearless and Red. Cause no one, no one is really naming Speak Now as their favorite album of hers. There's people, really.
0: I mean it's I mean we have to if I had to remove, like a her pre-Saturn return, speak now's up there for me. Really? A pre-Saturn wow. return. Like so I can't include love. I can't include the like lover or I can't include lover, um evermore or folklore, because those are post-Saturn return. And I don't really I count um reputation more as like a post a pre-Saturn return because of the events leading up to it. But no, speak now would be number two to repu, would be number one. If I had to pick the first five. Hmm. Yeah, I think it just depends.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But for me, I think it's interesting how it seems like that's when Pluto – I mean, I guess we'll we'll have to see. But yeah. I'm wondering when Pluto was – if Pluto was between Uranus and Mercury at the time, uh, Taylor's Uranus and Mercury, because she has that little bit of a divide where the Pluto is not – wouldn't be touching either of them. Because Pluto transits, it's like you've got to get them really close to, like, <gasps> matter. But so it's interesting because because Pluto Uranus was fearless um, more so, or I think. Oh, my
0: God. Wait. Does that mean 1989 would have been the Pluto?
1: Neptune fucking would not make, would not surprise me.
0: Because then reputation is the Saturn it's Pluto.
1: Pluto. I'm feeling like it's the case. I feel like if anything, Speak Now was one of the albums that it was like, it was released because they needed to keep her momentum up. Like, yeah. And I can see that her, f- her, because I think just as far as the cultural zeitgeist of Taylor songs, I feel like I remember 22 and we're never ever getting back together more than I remember mine and mean and, you know. What the other two off the other like was last kiss a single whatever but that's yeah. literally me me like not knowing all of the singles and i know that i it's not that i never listened to the radio like i remember hearing again love story and all those other ones so it's like
0: i don't know where was i, I? Where was I I? Like i'd be like i'm so game but i i i don't know i kind of disagree i feel like that's okay. i feel you like it's again disagree. like everyone enters to the taylor swift universe at various points because i I Like, I paid attention to Fearless, but I, I remember buying Speak Now. And, like, for sure. Speak Now was more, more, more of, like, my kind of entry, like, my peak at my first go-around with Taylor. And then I fell off for red in 1989, and then I came back with Reputation. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm seeing that Pluto is retrograde here. So I wonder if the first Pluto direct, uh, the first Pluto transit to her Mercury before it went retrograde was speak now and then the retrograde pluto went back to mercury for red
0: that's we shall find out possible. i know i can't wait okay yeah
1: too much okay to draw, too much theorizing let's talk about lyrics <laughs>
0: okay so yeah i mean i didn't really have too much the only thing i definitely now want to clock is whenever mars is in her 10th house yeah, whenever we'll it's leo mars or something yeah particularly for red because as we are pointing out red is a very martian oh, um is very martian that's why but it's,
1: I have it. I have it as yeah. my Mars, as a as an early Mars remediation album, because I had listed all of the different albums as
0: remediation. Oh my god! Was- wait, what if what if Red is the Mars? Is Mars remediation when she's not honoring her Moon? Like she's honoring her Moon. Like one of the what, Reputation is like oh, I don't even know how to say. It. It's like well, they're I think both that different that sides anything, of Mars.
1: Well, I mean. Mars okay this one how about this Uh, this album is very much Mars kind of on its own just like flailing around Mars vibe whereas reputation is fucking Mars Saturn Pluto it's like all of them at once that Mars Pluto vibe of of reputation is really strong those outers I think give that one more influence versus speak now which is just Mars all over you mean what I mean I mean, red, yeah. Uh, which is, yeah, r- Mars all over the place, just like doing whatever she wants. <laughs> like an
0: untethered Mars, yeah. but it's not even. Or also, is it. Less involved pre with Saturn. Is it yeah. pre Saturn Mars remediation versus post Saturn? Post Saturn return <laughs> <laughs> also remediation. That. Also that. Okay. Um, all right. So moving on, we are going to play On the Nose Astrology for Tell Me Why. Um, you all know the name of the game we're just gonna we're gonna read through verse then uh, verse by verse uh taking moments to kind of try and ground figure out what's going on in Taylor's chart according to astrology and kind of like teach ourselves through what's going on and lyrically and find the astrology of it all so all right first one let's go okay hell yeah i took a chance i took a shot and you might think i'm bulletproof but i'm not You took a swing. I took it hard. And down here from the ground, I see who you are.
1: Mm -hmm. So uh, Mars. Hello, Mars. Hello, Mars. Nice to see you. I feel like we haven't seen you in any of her songs so far. Like we don't get to talk a lot about her Scorpio Mars. But I was listening to the song a little bit earlier today and I was really thinking about it. And I was like, wow, there's more Mars here than in other songs. And this is, I mean, I mean, we're talking about fighting, literal physical fighting. And like, I mean, she's talking about taking a shot and the bullets and swinging and from hitting, looking from the ground, like it's just just like knock her down. I,
0: I can't, you know, what's fascinating. So yes, I agree with all of the Mars. And down here from the ground, I see who you are. Her Saturn is at the bottom of her chart Ooh. looking up.
1: And her IC – no, just kidding. It's not. Her IC is ruled by Jupiter. Um, yeah. But, but her fourth house, a.k.a. the true bottom of her chart, is ruled by Saturn too. Like,
0: yeah, so real.
1: Wow. Yeah. like these. Point. So
0: that's what I was taken aback by. It was like, down here from the ground, I see – and down here from the ground, I see who you are. It's both like – Yes, Mars, it's a fight. But the I now realize who you are, I understand. She's she, and this is something she's she talks a lot about in other songs like um she talks about how being like at her lowest points is when she realizes who is actually around her.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: She realizes truths that are important to her when she's at her lowest point. It's never, you know, my life is great. And I learned something new and great, and I can keep on going. It's always a rock bottom is when she can finally see clearly. It's like a uh, clean rain came pour, rain came pouring down, and I was drowning. That's when uh-huh. I could finally breathe. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, like that kind of thing, which is opposite. Like well, and people
1: also uh, also a malefic rule person, like Scorpio rising. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, would definitely have to almost, in my opinion, like, almost have to deplete, deplete themselves to, like, really see that they have to do something because otherwise, you know, the benefic people, they're kind of just, like, coasting in the luck of the benefics. The neutral planets, it's one thing, but, like, malefic people have to make those choices to be, like, no, I have to, like, get myself out of this shit. I can't do this to myself. So Taylor with the Mars mars in the first and scorpio rising and all that's just like Mm -hmm. right up front
0: i think that might be one of my that's my front runner you took a swing i took it hard and down in front of the ground i see who you are might be one of my front runners
1: i love it i love it all right short little short little it's funny she has the shortest verses in this and long chorus
0: she really had a lot to say yeah she really had a lot to say I'm sick and tired of your attitude. I'm feeling like I don't know you. You tell me that you love me, then cut me down. And I see, I need you like a heartbeat. But you know, you got a mean streak. Makes me run for cover when you're around. Here's to you and your temper. Yes, I remember what you said last night. And I know that you see what you're doing to me. Tell me why.
1: I'm just, look... This has, score, like, I know that you're thinking the Saturn stuff, but this really has Scorpio Mars written all over it to me. She is, like, she is, so Scorpio placements, we all kind of know that they can be intense sometimes, but specifically, when you know a Scorpio placement super well, and you're, especially when you're dating them, and you, and I have dated Scorpios, uh, Scorpio Stelium, so, uh-huh, um, you definitely earn their trust deeply. And they put a lot into making sure that you are both trustworthy and also, you know, can handle whatever they've got. So at this point, you can tell Taylor is like, what did you, what the heck? Like, I, um, I, it's just like, makes me run for cover. But here's to you and your temper. Yeah, I, literally the yes, I remember what you said last night is so Scorpio because it's like, Oh yeah, you think that I wasn't paying attention and I wasn't gonna remember? No, I remember it all. I remember everything, which is also a Cancer Moon thing and also a Virgo Midheaven thing. Like all of those three signs together—Cancer, Virgo, yeah. and Scorpio—are like the trio of the memory keepers of this of the whole zodiac. I think, because um, yeah
0: i mean what your explanation i'm now realizing was like it's kind of offensive to tell taylor that like you don't remember that correctly cuz like of all people to say you're misremembering like trying to gaslight her on like what happened good luck like <laughs> no wonder why the kim the phone call incident was so traumatic like she is someone who always has the fucking receipts and no one believed her
1: the receipts are so important to any scorpio person and not only having them, but keeping them forever. I mean, we already know Taylor keeps everything. Like, she has obviously all these diaries, all of these. She probably has all of her social media archived somewhere. We just think it's gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she is. She keeps everything. The reason she's showing me mean, all, oh my God, all of the pictures on all of her videos and shit now for the Fearless era. It's like. It's wild. So, that mm-hmm. whole, this whole, um, yes, I remember that what you said last night uh, is just magical peak Scorpio, Scorpio oh. Cancer. Honestly, this could be definitely a Mars trine moon moment too.
0: Like mm-hmm. Mars trine mm-hmm. that
1: Cancer moon. Um, but I also they're yeah, working course- together
0: and it's like a natural yeah. flow
1: state. And then a real quick, yeah, exactly, the trying aspect. But then once also back up, to on the I'm sick and tired of your – literally the, the original quote. I'm sick and tired of your attitude. I'm feeling like I don't know you is also the Virgo-Scorpio combo of, like, I'm annoyed that you're, like, even being like this. Ew. Like, what the fuck? And then also the Scorpio, too, is, like um, – I don't, how do I feel like I don't know you right now? Like, I know I know you, right? You're not fucking with me. Like, I, you, you, I know you, right? (laughs) Like, the paranoia of the Scorpio.
0: Being like, I'm now questioning everything I thought I knew up until this moment because of how you're behaving towards me.
1: Mm. It's really a lot Mm to, when you make a, when you make a Scorpio person this mad, it's not good because this is when they mm-hmm. cause this is also one of the you know, this isn't even that bad because she's of course young and this is still one of her earliest albums, so she's probably trying to still fit in the like good girl vibe. But this is her pretty she's being a little she's pretty pretty intense. She's like, Yeah, you're mean. Like she's telling him he's mean. You're mean. I run for cover when you're around. We're talking about bullets and getting hit, and <laughs> even though she's not that, but Um I just imagine
0: like her and we think it's about Joe Jonas. Um just her and him like just doing like classic like teenage yelling at each other. (laughs) That's the imagery I'm seeing over just like he's just being a moody boy and she's just like getting real mad or he's being really mean and lashing out at her and she's get she's getting mad at him because of that, like classic teenage love story issues. (sighs) Man, but anyway him not knowing how to communicate maybe his leo pride got hurt or something by like no. an innocent joke she made and possible possible she's who a sag. knows
1: wait and speaking of sad go ahead verse two
0: well you could write a book on how to ruin someone's perfect day well i get so confused and frustrated forget what i'm trying to say oh <laughs> This is a fun uh, song to, like, narrate. There. I, I, know, you right? to know.
1: <laughs> I So I love the first line, though. Well, you could write a book on how to ruin someone's perfect day. So I think that this is actually a very Sagittarius moment of Taylor because yeah. I think that Sagittarius's are generally, like, ultimately, like, as a general default, it's kind of hard to, like, truly ruin a Sagittarius's day. We're so optimistic that, like, when shit happens, we're always like, whatever. It'll hopefully – Get better. Hopefully another nice thing will happen to me to balance off that weird thing. Like, for the most part, that also happens. So it's, like, usually Sagittarius are generally, like, whatever. I'm ghoul. But <laughs> this is, like, she's, like, you, you can ruin my perfect day anytime, unfortunately. like And so she knows all the ways he can do it. Again, Scorpio, with all the receipts, <laughs> <laughs> lining up the reasons in the book
0: these are very short chorus verses because then we go into the chorus the chorus is the meat of the song which is very not like other songs we've seen up to this point usually it's it's like long verse and then like the chorus has like some kind of nice some hook that's like really nice and she'll change the lyrics but like again which she changes here she does her swiftian wordplay because the chorus is now I'm sick and tired of your reasons. I got no one to believe in. You tell me that you want me, then push me around. And I need you like a heartbeat. But you know, you got a mean streak. Makes me run for cover when you're around. Here's to you and your temper. Yes, I remember what you said last night. And I know that you see what you're doing to me. Tell me why. Ah, Such a subtle change in that first two lyrics, but...
1: I love it. Well, so not, it's not only is it the attitude, it's the yeah. reason. It's it's, I'm sick and tired of your reasons, your excuses. I've got yeah. no one. And also, too, that Sagittarius is back. I got no one to believe in. Which is a very – Also, too, wait. Think all of the, her ninth house stellium of ninth house ruling our belief systems and shit. And it's just like putting that ninth house out. Play. when she's
0: emotionally hurt and mm-hmm. she goes i don't know what to believe in because believing in people is like yeah that's a her. core part of her emotional like wow. her of her moon of honoring her moon is to believe in people which again is probably why like surprise, i keep going back to the 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 phone call incident she was like, I don't even know who to believe anymore. Like that whole thing was. Pro- oh, her poor. Mom. Oh, Taylor, that summer wasn't the apocalypse for you. Oh. It's okay. You made it. You made it. We oh. we're here. We're here. It's okay. Oh, Tay. Oh,
1: Taylor. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, you made it
0: through that transit. It's okay. No, really um, well.
1: we all make it through transits.
0: <sighs> we all try. All right, I know, right. To the bridge. All right. Yeah, I got no one. to Which, <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. similar continuing the verse. Um, continuing the verse pattern of being super short. <laughs> yeah, four <laughs> lines. Why, why do you have to make me feel small so you can feel whole inside? Why do you have to put down my dreams so you're the only thing on my mind?
1: I love this bridge because I love that lyric. I love why do you have to put my, down my dreams so you're the only thing on my mind? It's like that – perfect like ninth house third house opposition again because if, if we're thinking about it the third house is would be the he's the only thing on your mind or maybe even the seventh house but like the third house is our personal and also where her mercury is aka her mm. brain what she thinks about um but the ninth house is the industry and the, the, the her life and her cancer placements and it's just like wild but i also think too even then the sagittarius is the dreamer and she's got her Pisces. I see it's like she is actively, and I love that she does. This isn't the the first, this is not the first time she mentions it in. Fuck. What song? But she mentions, um, putting down her dreams in another earlier song on fearless. I'm trying to think of what it, one it is, but, um, but talking about how her dreams are. Wait, is it? It's in White Horse. Yeah. What's the end of White Horse. Was a
0: dreamer before you let me yeah. down.
1: Uh huh. And so it's like she now, it's like this, this other, the Martian side of that of like, why are you putting down my dreams? You're making me feel small. And I love to a Mars, Mars in the first house. She's like, no, you're not. No one can make me feel small. I'm. I'm Mars.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also, like, sonically, what happens is the song slows down because up until this point, yes. it's like, charge, charge, charge. And then the bridge happens. She goes, why do you have to make me feel small? Yeah, she's like, dragging it. The first time, it's like a brief pause before she's like, I, it kind of probably mimicked the songwriting experience. She's like, she's telling Liz everything that just happened. She's like, I cannot believe this happened, blah, 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 blah. And then... Liz goes. What asks the question of like, what would you put in the song? It almost mimics the way the song was born. Is is it, uh, is reflected in the pace of the song itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I totally get it, and I love I I love how Taylor does that in a lot of songs, playing with, uh, gee, a Capricorn Mercury playing with time, time signature, tempo gasp and not even tempo because it's not a true tempo change it's like but it's just a it's a um it's like instead a respite of being, yeah well it, yeah and it's like instead of being instead on like on every downbeat it's like long why do you have to put like she she puts all this emphasis it's like longer whole half notes you know it's a I mean? whale it's yeah. just like
0: why are you being why? like this
1: i can imagine her just like recording it in a studio with her arms I'm like why yeah just like getting into it i hope so I hope these people get into the songs when they record. You know what you know? the song
0: is reminding me of? Um, there's this bit this interview, I think it's on Seth Meyers, where Leslie Jones is like watching. Uh it's uh it's what she's watching game of thrones with seth meyer so they're reacting together and she talks about how Varys oh, is like that guy who always does you dirty and you're always like why why did you do me dirty and he's just like Ooh. <laughs> and she's like why that's like the image of like i'm imagining it's leslie jones being like why why would you do this to me
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's a-
0: that's – and I mean like – because that's essentially what Taylor is, is, is like yelling at throughout this entire song is being like, why? Why are you being this way? What did I do wrong? Why is this my problem? Why? What's – what's like blah, blah, blah. Mars. Yep. Yep.
1: Well.
0: All right. But back okay, so as far as to the chorus. Yeah, it's,
1: it's hard for me to decide. Yeah. I was like, wait, but the bridge is hard for me to decide though on any lyric, but I feel like it's wide – why do you have to put down my dream so you're the only thing on my mind is that Sagittarius second house, I think, a lot. Yeah, so. and
0: then that why do you have to make me feel so small so you can feel whole inside is her first house, Mars.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Love the whole bridge getting a, getting a highlight. I think
0: that's just a first house thing because, like, yeah. you know, your first house can kind of give you an idea of, like, the magnitude of your presence, I want to oh, say. Course. I mean, like tenth sure. house. You know, your mid heaven is how Same. others perceive you, but like your first
1: house can kind of. But the, is it's, like the ascent is how you step into the world, and yeah. How you take yourself into everything, and you take yourself into situations. Every being perceived is one thing, but she's she's trying to do that Mars thing. She's trying to put her foot down here, put her yeah. foot down, and put herself first. Be like, tell me why. You can't
0: also being malefic rule uh, this is just a random delineations
1: I'd love to see if you agree she's like you can't push me around I already push myself around literally I'm already my own worst <laughs> critic I'm a Virgo heaven, bitch <laughs> <laughs> you can't push me around I already do that literally <laughs> okay
0: so the chorus goes back to the original chorus wordplay yep. it's I'm sick and tired of your attitude feeling like I don't know you you tell me that you want me then cut me down. I'm sick and tired of your reasons. I've got no one to believe in. You ask me for my love then you push me around. Yep. Here's to you and your temper. Yes, I remember what you said last night and I know that you see what you're doing to me. Tell me why. And then she goes like, "Tell me why." Again, re- like uh, emphasizing uh, just the urgency yeah. of being
1: like, "Tell me why? Why are you treating me like this? What are what are you doing?" Yeah. Why would you do this? Which also just in general, I have we've yet to mention just the tell me why in general is also very Scorpio. Like she's like, I want to know the reasons like I need to know everything. Scorpio, especially Scorpio at their worst, because no, Scorpio, you don't need to know everything, unfortunately we are scorpio mercuries trust me it's hard to think that we don't need to know everything but like we don't need to know everything and yet sometimes she's this is her being like tell me why tell me why tell me why like i need to know i have to know um and so yeah very scorpio also the urgency too of a cat mercury being like no you need to tell me this now so i can have my feedback i need to i need to take this feedback in
0: (laughs) i mean it's such a saturnian issue is being like i need i need some kind of framework to move forward like how like okay you're you're acting this way but like how can i move out of this like how can we solve the issue how can we again also her Merc her capricorn stellium the score the, the the capricorn mercury and saturn is at the bottom of the chart once again looking up at the person yeah. being like can you at just tell Leo me what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. Can you just tell me what I should be doing to fix this? Because, like, I'm at my wits' end. Yep. So it's, yeah. I just love the image of, like, her stellium just, like,
1: looking up yep. at the moon. No, that's, oh, and at the Leo 10th house. Yeah. AKA potential Joe Jonas. LOL. That's probably why Taylor
0: does so much work in the shadows. Like, yeah. So much work in the shadows, like, and then she just comes out and she's just like, "Hey!" And then she just goes back and into her isolation, comfort, like productive isolation. Because sometimes she, iso- you know, we have the reputation. I disappeared for a year. That was like emotional healing, but then sometimes she disappears. Like, Swizzies so get nervous when she's quiet on social media yeah. because we're like, "Oh sh- no, she's working on
1: something." Yep, something's happening. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, and then the outro is. I take a step back. I
1: let you go. I told you I'm not bulletproof. Now you know. I love the Scorpio Mars confession at the end. What yeah. Now so you much. know. <laughs> yeah. It's But also like it's the Scorpio. So I always say this about Scorpio Risings and sometimes about Scorpio Suns, but like really Scorpio Rising. They present themselves like that they are to be afraid of but they are actually the scaredy babies usually. And not to say like that in a bad, but like, it's like a snake, literally. Hello, Taylor. But like, it's like a snake, you know, or most of the time, most of the time a snake or those kinds of predators are more scared of you in the moment, which is why they attack you versus how scared you are of them. Like if you were calm and you just walk away from those kinds of things, then they're not going to freak out at you. And that's similar to me to a Scorpio person being very much like, I can handle all this stuff but I'm also like I'm not bulletproof. Like I am not always safe with this. Like and you can't just assume that I've got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The Scorp- Scorpio versus resilience. How much is too much versus the best amount? Like uh, wow. Damn. Very resilient. Ah,
0: Also just the push and pull like at no point yeah. she's like I'm throwing in the towel until the very end which is again that push and pull of that first and seventh house of being yeah. like seventh house i say this this is a self drag is
1: uh, yeah a right. seventh
0: house Here someone who has significant seventh house placement seventh house people who charts that have more of an emphasis on the seventh house tend to have a, an issue of centering the other person and not centering themselves um as opposed to first house, strong first house placements may run into issues of centering themselves and not thinking about how their behaviors is, is active is affecting the people around right. them. So it's like that push and pull. Um, so here her Mars is like, I really like the way this, this kind of push and pull, like she's, she's like, tell me why, like some of um. Like, tell me why is like her trying to fix a problem that, like, that of someone else. Like, she's yeah. not center. She's centering him in a way that isn't to her detriment. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I mean, she's okay. she's like she's actively releasing. She's choosing the release instead of choosing, you know, to stick around or to make him be the one to to end it. You know, she's like, no, I'm letting you go. I'm walking away. Good for you, Tay. And then they become
0: friends, like, decades later. And she goes on Ellen and it's just, like, the mouthiest, the most teenage rebellious thing I ever did was putting Joe Jonas out on blast on your show. (laughs) Oops.
1: My bad. She just really wanted to do it. I understand. Like, that's a moment, too, of probably, like, her publicists probably told her not to, which is why she was like, I'm rebelling. Oh,
0: I, uh. I, I believe I have the chart so maybe for another Astro Takecast wow, when there's that. a little bit of a lull we'll revisit that iconic wow smart. chart. Oh no, that's actually I because I I mm. listeners I I'm so saturnian, such an extensive planner. Um we are going to cover that the that chart for that interview on Forever and
1: Always. Uh oh, wow. Perfect. Yeah. Uh well, all right. So Okay. what do we want to pick what is your pick there's a lot of good ones oh this, this is, is a, a good, good one. one
0: a lot of meat to this song which is funny because like pre this I was sitting down to talk to you about this song I was like oh tell me why it's nice but I didn't like listen and sit with the like it, yeah, I always yeah. like blend tell it's me middle, why with you're not a, sorry it's a middle,
1: it's a middle song. track yeah.
0: yeah but this is a meaty song in hindsight
1: yeah there's um, a lot going on
0: I mean that bridge is really good. I know. I would say the bridge is up there. <laughs> well, you could write a book on how to ruin someone's perfect day. Astrology aside is such a good I insult. Know. It's Just such like a good barb.
1: Good as shit.
0: Um Yes, I remember what you said last night. Scorpio rising, Mars. You took a swing. I took it hard. And down here from the ground, I see who you are. is Cap Saturn. Oh. Hmm.
1: I feel like I'm between two that are essentially the same thing, like both a Scorpio rising thing, but I'm in between the, yes, I remember what you said last night line and the and essentially the bridge
0: oh i'm stuck on well you could write a book on how to ruin someone's perfect day because it's just so good I um well you could write a book on how to ruin someone's day especially because the chart this album is dropping this wasn't a hit single that means the song was dropped in scorpio season yeah um in scorpio season like so her like Mars is like being her
1: Mar- her so like angry Mars is being highlighted right now. Um and the song is just it really is like the song just screams Mars overall. Like there's more yeah. things that we've mentioned of Mars than anything else. And so that's where I'm leaning I think it's in.
0: I'm I'm gonna pick my I'm gonna do my pick. Okay. Why do you have to make me feel small so you can feel whole inside? Yeah,
1: I feel like that's the one.
0: That's, that's the one.
1: It's really, really, really good. A really good first house moment. A really good Scorpio. The even the water too. Like water Mars are even though it's a domicile, it's still still watery
0: still watery she's a watery bitch like
1: like us but the the, the runner the runner up for sure is i feel like for me it's yes i remember what you said last night just because i love when she says it because she kind of says it in a little sassy like yeah (laughs) yes i remember i i my second
0: choice is well you could write a book on how to ruin someone's perfect day and then the third is um, you took a swing, I took it hard, and down you're from the ground. I see who you are. I like how I pick all of the more Saturnian sounding. Um, every time. Every time, lyrics. And you're like, no, Mars. And I'm like, I don't want to interact with our Mars.
1: <laughs> I don't like. No, this Mars song is so good. Yeah, every time. Well, I love that. And honestly, I wish that in a ch- as my young self that I would have allowed myself to be a little more Martian because when I was younger, I mean, I was definitely chaotic in, like, high school, like, when this album was out.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I was never – I I didn't, like, allow – yeah, I just didn't allow myself anger, un, unbridged, uh, unhinged anger. I would be angry internal. That's very – it's just very Cancer Mars of us to be internally anger and to never really let out your anger. And I would let out my anger in dumb ways, like fucking social media or Tumblr or sad – Movies or whatever like it's just instead of just feeling the feelings and also when I was angry it was like psycho I was like screaming in the phone and stuff big temper props.
0: Wow and it's fascinating because like I have a similar story of struggling with anger but it always – it was really hard for me to externalize my anger. I really internalized it. Mm-hmm. Um, I internalized it in like looking at people I shouldn't be looking at just to remind myself that they're perfectly fine and I'm the one who's not okay still. Um, to like, like, it was like more of like, how do I make myself feel even worse was how I exhibited a lot of anger. And then when I finally hit the breaking point, I had to have like per <laughs> such a Saturn. I had to have permission Oof. to show my ugly, nasty side, which is why I would only do it in the comfort of my home when yep. no one could see it. Like some when someone's Mars. like, you can be as angry as you want with me. Like I will not do it. it's like opening the fl- it's like opening the floodgates. I'm like, like I can I like I very seldom like scream and yell like hey fuck you the only time I do is when someone's insulting someone I love so it's <laughs> both a combination of the way I have been socialized as a as a as a as a presenting woman and <laughs> as a woman and as a brown girl um and also <laughs> like my kids can- my freaking cancer mars retrograde <laughs> Opposite our Venus, which is even hard because at least – I don't know if it's the case for you, Shannon, but for me, one of the reasons why I struggle so much with externalizing anger is because I'm so worried about hurting someone else. So it's like I almost only want to externalize my anger in a – like I – our friend Val has been like, I feel like you would really benefit from one of those smash rooms and I – it has not left my brain ever since because I was like, I think you're right. I think that I, so I fun. that would be so fun I, because the only time the times I do externalize it is usually in the contained. I just start screaming, like screaming, bloody murder. And it's like horrifying because I usually do it in the middle of the night. So it sounds like someone's like, oh, something's going wrong. It's just like, no, it's just this like angry girl screaming, bloody murder. Because she's so mad at what's going on. I mean,
1: screaming is so therapeutic in every way. Um,
0: Have you ever um, gone to one of the...
1: No, but I would love to do it. I think smashing stuff is fucking great. And uh, I would be down.
0: (laughs) Well, no. um, Sorry, before I... I I know I interrupted, so that's something... Oh, you're good. Oh, okay. Um, Something that my childhood best friend chelsea and i were trying to do was when, when i was visiting her um we went to one of like where the subway like is overpasses mm-hmm. and when the subway goes over you scream
1: oh yes so <laughs> yes. i or go um, to like
0: a tunnel where it's the same thing you, you scream
1: yeah 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 have you seen the bold type <laughs>
0: That's exactly where yeah. the brain comes it, and I the love first, the bold type. The first um, uh, first episode. First episode. That. And I've that's something I want I was like, dang, I wish I could do that more often. <laughs>
1: well, fuck it. Let's yeah, it. well,
0: that's what you could do. That's what we could all do. Um
1: we all deserve to let out our our screams.
0: Yeah. Anger can and, is a construct can be a constructive
1: well, And it's funny energy. how you you earlier were mentioning it with like in the first and seventh vibe of of um when you when you let your anger you're afraid of hurting people i am the same way uh, i don't like to be angry at people because i don't like to think about them being hurt by me being angry but the times that i have unleashed my anger at people is when i've hit that point of like no it doesn't matter we're done here and i know that like me yelling at you in this moment is probably going to even further push it but I can't help it, and I no longer. It's like it's like that flip yeah. switches of being like I can let it out because I know that if I hurt your feelings, it's because I probably want to. Like, and honestly, wow. that's not talk. Yeah. That's like not great. And I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't have temper like that. I don't have because like, mm-hmm. this was whoo. This was college. Like, ooh. yeah. <laughs> there's multiple times that I could think of myself just being like screaming at a roommate or screaming in the streets at an ex or a lot of shit so
0: that's so that's (laughs) interesting because when i hit that breaking point because one of the reasons why i struggle with anger is is because i'm worried about the other person because i'm constantly being like well this is what they're going on right now so it's really not fair for you to be angry at them emily because this like xyz is going on in their life like i i'm i really am believing all every reason in the book which is um Which And it's fascinating because when I hit that, I just go, you know what? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It does matter. But that doesn't negate the harm that they're hurting, the way they're hurting me. Like I hit the point of being like, but like who's looking out for me versus you are like, I'm going, I'm using this anger to let them know that they're hurting me. And it's their problem now versus (laughs) mine is like, Wow. You don't even know this is my problem because you're not thinking about me the way I'm thinking about you. Woo! I love knowing that we have different sex of light. I was going to because- say,
1: because that's so Saturn versus mine was so Mars. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: Wow. All right. Well, on that right. note let's uh time to time to roll out we've been ooh, we've been at it for two hours okay oh, okay wow, We're gonna
0: do our little sign off uh next week is gonna be you're not sorry
1: yeah so we'll hopefully fill up astro take us so that because you're not sorry i mean do you do we have like charts for it or anything really? um well, let me check i have we have we'll see
0: Oh, I have, I have three, oh. because it was a promotional single.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, girl. Wow, Taylor. Well, all right. I'm but it excited. was like a
0: digital-driven single. Like it wasn't like a radio single. It was a digital.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm hyped. All right. Um, but until then, uh, everyone follow us on. Twitter at Twin Fire Signs underscore between fire and signs, um, and then follow me, at Astrology Chef. We mentioned this earlier. <laughs> and if you want a guest, DMS. Yes,
0: and follow me at eyed Data. And yes, if you want to join us, come come into our pit. Enjoy. Yes,
1: <laughs> come to the Swifty Pit. We are friendly and we love the stars here. So, um, in that. No, on that note, Emily, love you.
0: To the moon and to Saturn. Shannon, I love you. To the moon and to Saturn. Bye. Bye.